Good. Welcome back to True Neutral Dice, a D&D thing. Uh, we are a live play 5th edition D&D podcast where a bunch of idiots hang out and drink beer and pretend that the dice that we throw matter. Uh, my name is Brian McGurk. I am your dungeon master. Starting on your left, we have... Uh, my name is Jason, and I play Arlen, a halfling druid. I am Ryan. I play the human fighter, Royon. My name is Brian, and I play Van, an elven wizard. I'm Jim, uh, and I will be playing Elik, the dragonborn warlock. And I'm Gary. I play a human cleric named Jasper. Last time on the podcast, uh, our team found a farmhouse that was apparently filled with ruffians. How'd you guys handle that? Eh, one one got away. One, one got away. We definitely. No, we didn't. We killed everybody except for the guy that ran away in we terror. Shot him. We didn't kill him. He knocked yeah. me on my ass. That's you true. Leave one to tell the tale. Hey. No, this is it's true. For when we come up with our team name, people will know us far and wide. Except they won't because we didn't tell them. The Royon's name. Raiders. <laughs> yeah, look, this guy might work for you, but I, I don't, I, trust me, I, I, don't I don't work. That we I don't work for him. Work for me. It's more like we work together. So. You did decapitate so, a man. Did we light anybody on fire? I, he tried a couple times, <laughs> yeah. and I, you know, singed someone's clothes. All right, we tried to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tried to murder someone with fire. We're bad at murder, basically. Uh, last time on the podcast, everybody else also gained a level, so now everyone is level two. Woo! <laughs> Yeehaw! Uh, and we and we find ourselves level as the two. as the group is bedding down in the farmhouse that they find themselves in. Uh, first at watch, I do believe that Royan is going to be taking first watch, right? Correct. Okay. Uh, being who I am, mm -hmm. I decide to just kind of go off into the corner and uh, study my book and make notes of what happened throughout the day of anything that I deemed interesting um, because I only need four hours of actually just paying it light work, not actual sleep. Yeah, I'm also going gonna, gonna to make some sort of bed out of my yeah, bed roll out just my my cloak kind of untied around me and just keep the hood on and just make it like a blanket and just lay down in front of the fire where the warmth is okay try not to crush him do I okay down? Do, you, do you guys cuddle while you while you're trying to sleep? absolutely not absolutely my not. tail keeps him forcibly away from me <laughs> okay there you go we're nuts to butts but he is just my tail is just no <laughs> it's is like your tail or are you just happy to see me hey oh Royan, give me a perception check for the first watch 18 night comes the noises associated with night comes the crickets you can hear the bats flying about frogs uh, from the crick frogs from the crick uh but besides that no additional damage. No, no, nothing crazy. Yeah. So your your first uh, the first watch I go goes out, uh, and sit in front of the house and I smoke a pipe. Okay. Yeah. You you can walk outside. You do hear off in the distance. Wolves. <laughs> the wolves come at night. Yeah. So you do hear that. Your shift goes without um, without problem. Who do you wake up next? Who's closest to the fire? It's going to either be Arlen or, or, or uh, Elik. I'm going to take... Roll uh, a d20. So <laughs> I'm going to go kick Arlen. Okay, you're going to kick Arlen? Uh, as you as you go kick Arlen... No, I'm just like sitting here like this. I'm using my pack as um, my pillow. As a pillow. 
and his tail has like pushed me away from him, like throughout while I was sleeping, kind of like, shoved me away from him. It just moved you farther. It just moved me further away. And I kind of like, you know, when your head stays in one spot, the body kind of <laughs> slides <laughs> away. Yeah, that's, that's what happened with me. Okay, so uh, he kick, he kind of kicks you in the back a little bit. <sighs> As you're getting comfortable, a tail just slowly pushes you. It just, just, yeah, it just reapplies <laughs> pressure to like the small of your back and just kind of like pushes you away. Would you like a pipe? Yeah, of course. There you go. And I give him a pipe and a, a, a pouch of leaf. I will try not to smoke all of it. Okay. Um, Royan, you go lay down. Uh, Arlen... Uh, what do you do? You go back outside where Royan was, or do yeah, you stay I, inside? I, yeah, I walk. I like stretch it out a little bit, take a look around, and see who's sleeping, who's up, who's oh. or how. Everybody appears to be out. Okay. I um. Well, yeah. I walk outside. Nope. I use the banyo, and I uh, find a nice spot to sit down in front of the door and light the pipe up. You smoke my leaf. I I most definitely take your pipe when I start smoking. Constitution save. I'm actually going to say, roll a constitution saving throw. A six on die. You cough like a bitch. Yes, you cough like a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Where you just you're just spitting out of your open mouth uncontrollably. Yeah. Best. Okay, I'm good. I just I put it down by the house. (laughs) Give me a perception check. That's a nineteen. Nineteen. As you go out, cloudless sky. Um, moon moon is about half full, um, but stars are big and bright. You can sp- every now and again you can kind of catch the whiff of something like like a fire from like far off, but you can't really put your finger on it. Not really out of place for this, obviously, because there's various homesteads around. You can assume you know every every once in a while as the wind shifts, it's gonna be a gotcha. you know gonna give you a little bit of a smell of fire. Um, but your your shift goes without a problem. Who do you wake up? You look. <clears throat> I, I literally walk on top of him. <laughs> hey, hey. Why, why, is, why, are, why are you on top of me? It's your turn to take the first, uh, third watch. And... Uh, yeah, wake up. Okay, okay. I'm, yeah, okay. I, go. I, like, I walk off. <laughs> and I'll, yeah, I'll get up and trudge outside. You trudge outside. The sun is down. It's cool. With the sundown, the, the heat of the day is not not as uh, oppressive as it once was during the day, so it's a little bit cooler. You kind of you can smell the same thing that um, Arlen could smell, so that you could you do smell the hints of a fire somewhere far away. Uh, roll a perception check. Eighteen. Yeah, you too can hear the wolves, kind of off in the distance. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can hear there's some motion kind of in the underbrush. Nothing crazy. Just probably the sounds of like cat yeah. or a rabbit or something along those lines. But nothing nothing crazy. Okay. <clears throat> um, so. I don't see... There's no, there's no like smoke from the fire no. that I'm smelling? No. You know that you passed like farmsteads coming mm-hmm. in and you know you're going to a town and it wasn't that far away. Okay. Um so you're kind of just like, okay, there's there might be there are other people that live around here. It's yeah. just we may not be able to see them. Yeah. Because land you're... is big. Yeah, land okay. is big. That's that's exactly what's going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
you finish your shift without a problem. No, no problem occurs. Uh, who would you wake up next? Wake Jasper. Up. Jasper. Look, I have it written down. I'm getting there. Jasper, I need to learn. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna walk up and just like, in my brain, I'm gently nudging him, but in real life, I'm just aggressively punching him in the shoulder with an open fist. <laughs> your turn. You go. You got outside. Oh, oh, yeah, it's your, oh. I was just outside looking for things. Now you go outside. I'm gonna go back to sleep. Okay. All right. All right. Do me a favor and keep it down. Go to sleep. I just throw something at him and says that. And I'm gonna lay back down exactly where I was. And if anybody has shifted closer to me, I'm then gonna aggressively move chair. them away with my tail. <laughs> the pillow I was using, I hit you with. Um, I'll go lock the front door. So you're staying inside. Go to one of the windows, just crack the one shutter, and just pull up a chair and just. Okay, give me a perception check. Twelve. <laughs> Twelve. Looking out the window, wind is kind of blowing. You can hear the leaves rustling. Uh, you can kind of see. You know, you're you're a human, so you can't really see very far out, but you can see that there's you know stuff out there. Probably your third hour into your th your watch, um, you hear a commotion coming from behind you. Inside the house. Mm-hmm. You turn back around, and you see Royan snoring calmly. Van is in the corner where he plopped down initially. You can see that Elix's tail is kind of like up and absent-mindedly moving because where Arlen once was, the cloak that he was kind of using to cover himself is now much not covering as much as it once was. And you can kind of look and coming out from below the end of the cloak, you can see two paws and a small furry tail. You hear snoring, but much deeper than what you're used to coming from Arlen. Jasper's the only one awake. Is he like completely? They're uh, just like parts of him. Four hours trance, right? It's slightly like different. Can I like if I look, is his head still Arlen? You have to go kind of. There, there was people noting, so. Correct, but there were people that were kind of blocking him, oh. the, his line of sight naturally. Okay. You'd have to um, walk over to kind of check it out. I'll walk over carefully, peek, because he was like three foot, so I'm like, this? Yeah. As you kind of look over, you hear, <laughs> and there is a bull mastiff. Laying on its side, feet just against Elix's back, and you can hear the dragonborn quietly, like, almost growling because it can feel these paws just hitting it in the back as these big floppy jowls are. And it sounds like there's. that this mastiff is having a nightmare. Do you have a dog treat? How close is he to the fire? Close. How small is the fire? Oh, it's a small fire. It, it, you guys haven't. Nobody has said they fed the fire, so it's being let down. So it's fairly dark in the room. It's dim, very dim. Some embers in the heart. After after hearing this and seeing what's going on, and Jasper's how, yeah, Jasper's kind of doing one of these. Jasper, like, so seeing how curious Jasper is about this, uh, I cast dancing lights mm -hmm. and spread it out to the four corners of the hut to create an even light source. So you make, make disco lights. Yeah, basically. Cool. Just, same, all, all just like uh, slightly off-white where it wouldn't be too bright to affect people sleeping, but bright enough that everyone should be able to see what's going on. Yeah, now everybody can see what's going on. Now so that I know he's light. awake, yeah. I'll look over to him and I go, there's a dog. There is. Big ass bull mastiff, where long Arlen, tail. It's right where Arlen was. Right? It's where Arlen was. Where Arlen 
was. Uh, uh, should we wake him up? Um, he... It looks like he's having a pleasant dream. Let I, him dream. I, uh, I will drag him like away from the dragonborn a little bit. Okay, so he's not pawing the back of the dragonborn. Okay. Give me a perception check with disadvantage. I'm not doing like rude. I'm just like. Yeah, you stay asleep. As a matter of fact, you fart. <laughs> you do a stinky dog fart. Terrible, gross stinky dog, dog fart. Yep, sleeping dog farts. Oh, oh God. Here now. <laughs> and wet, and just wet fur. It's gross. Oh, I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Zing! You, I love Star Trek. You are able to do that. Uh, the rest of your shift goes by without a hitch, besides the... Uh, every once in a while, you hear the the you hear the dog fart, intermingled with like you hear the tail eventually like like slapping against the the floor, <laughs> with the paws you know keep moving stuff like that. Uh, but your shift finishes up, so uh, the last one left is Van, who you now know is awake. There we go. I'm going back to bed, so it's you're up. Well, I think we should probably wake everyone up. It's been about twelve hours already. So, hmm. oh, is it more? It, it can I mean, be. It I was, mean, you, you, four people have done a, a watch of uh, what you have stated as roughly a four-hour shift. Give or take. Cool. Oh yeah, that's so. Okay. It's, yeah. a, it's like it's like yeah. set, it's, it's like what noon like eight to the next day. <laughs> well, it's like eight o'clock. You, you, guys eight o'clock at night? you guys got a good night's sleep. Yeah. Right, well, if it's if it's time, I'm not to gonna bother anyone. You guys want to sleep? You can sleep. Whatever. To just not like obnoxiously, just. The most annoying fucking iPhone <laughs> ringtone ever. Yeah. Mm. I keep thinking you're a, Is he you're a, a table leg, but that's just, just your yeah. foot. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. and I keep the shift. Uh, I'm yeah. watching him as I'm as I'm doing. Yeah, this. the dog wakes up. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to really <laughs> spread out right now. I'm just like yeah. looking straight at him. Jim's just man spreading. Yeah, I really am. I'm getting comfortable. Yeah, you're the most comfortable chair I've ever played D&D in. Arlen. Alright, it's still you. I use my telepathy ability like, what the fuck's going on? I have an ability that allows me to... Communicate. Communicate telepathically. Are you so still you, a dog? I'm still a dog. And, and it's your I voice, right? I silent speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's my voice. Okay. Dude, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? And I'm here in a circle looking dog. at my tail. <laughs> I'm start running around the room. Just out. calm I, down. I go over and I grab him. I grab his neck and start stroking his back. As soon as, you, as soon as you stroke, as soon as you stroke his back, Arlen suddenly gets a little bit calmer and then <laughs> dog, dog form goes away. And now you're just stroking his hair. I uh, to hold and I will and I will him. wake up at that exact moment and be like. Why are you stroking okay? small man's head? <laughs> you missed it. He was a dog. I have no idea what is going but on. But he's... That's I don't understand how before. he is a dog. He's you a have paw marks no. on your back. So you're not half German Shepherd. Oh. I'll, like, feel, like, bru- <laughs> like, a little bruise on my back or something from him just making <gasps> making I biscuits on my back. Yes, it was quite my weird my to wake up to that. Oh, God. Roll an Arcana check, Arlen. Uh, Arlen. 16. Anybody. 17. You're not Arlen. Anybody. That's 18 on Plus one, nine, I'm good with Arcana. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah? You've heard of people being... Uh, Roy, on, you rolled anyway. Fuck it. Um, you've heard of people being able to turn into to animals before, I but... I believe they call this a polymorph. You have... You remember that 
someone from your past told you that this is possible, but you had never been able to do oh, it before. Oh, God, Val. You son of a bitch. Who's Val? It's just a teacher who was a druid where I'm from, and he told me that it was possible, but unlikely. And I'm a fucking dog. Maybe it had to do with the howling last night. Oh, so you did actually turn into a dog. Yes. I have the fur. <laughs> Oh, my clothes. Prove it. Yeah, oh, that's you, a, you're covered in dog That is a neat trick. Why Why did you do that? Uh, can I, can I do this again? Yeah, go for it. You. How do you do that? I think about an animal, and I just close my eyes. And what animal are you thinking of? Uh, bull mastiff again. A horse. Okay. Oh, God. Yeah. And just... Yeah. Is there enough room in this right house? House? Absolutely not. So you're you, like sm this. you smash your head on the ceiling of this shed. <laughs> <laughs> there is now, there's now a horse in the shed with you. I, oh. <laughs> we all get thrown back. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't you have imagined a squirrel or a cat? Yeah, man, come on. Oh, oh. my god. Uh, I didn't think it was gonna work. Well, so in reality, we can have injured men ride you there. You can. I don't know how long it lasts for. But you can. We sure can ride him. Somebody long. can ride him. We can put, put the injured a, man. Who put a horse in here? Oh, it's okay. It's now the guy. You, you, you will ride him to the next town. You will ride him to Hogsmeade, Hogs Breath, Hogs Butter, wherever we are going. Van, Van will Hogs fill him in while everyone else is very confused of the horse transformation. Yeah. So yeah, you turned into a horse and then popped back real quick. So yeah, you can now turn into a horse. You can yeah, turn into so a horse. So is that a level two thing? Yeah. Okay. Circle it's a creature you know, right? Yeah. It's the basics. You're not gonna be able to turn into a dragon, but if you say no. bear, you're good. Okay. Yeah. T-Rex. What about a mini yeah. dragon? Velociraptor. <laughs> what do you want? Always a T-Rex. Every single fucking time I'm a T-Rex. That's it. It's all I do. I got little arms. Find a situation where that's bad in D&D. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, name a situation where being a T-Rex is the worst possible. You're in a very small hallway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you're, no, you're in a cave. I'd like, you need to cave. put together a puzzle on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Oh, oh, I can't. Oh, no. Your mission? Put on a top hat. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Dude, show me ten fingers. That's your mission, fucking dinosaur man. So small. My arms are so small. I have a big head and little arms. Uh, I go seek out the water bowl and uh, the water barrel. Yeah. And I ladle a bowl out and I grab a cloth and I start uh, cleaning, cleaning yourself. myself off a little bit. Strip yeah. my armor down. I'm walking outside. I'll go to the kitchen and see if there's anything I can make. Uh, as you go into the kitchen uh, or the kitchen area, since yeah. it's kind of just like a big studio, it's a pot on top of the hearth. Yeah. That's really it. it's empty any. shit. Like the only food that was in here is the soup that was on the hearth and Which the rations that were in the basement. That's it. The rest of the crap, it's just <laughs> yeah. it's cobwebs and, and we left the nourishing and poison. Yeah, I was gonna say if you guys, there is still a, a big bowl filled with poison soup on top of the fire. So man, we should have fed that to fart. Oh, let's come on. Oh, that was a good idea. Oh, yeah, we should have given him a bowl of soup. Yeah. Like, uh, I made him drink the out. Yeah, maybe if we didn't, we if we didn't attack him, we could have told him to eat the soup. Well, I, don't blame me. I Somebody must have bumped me when I blasted uh, him, because I always hit what I aim at. I'll ride with I'll ride with the driver on my horse. So do you guys go uh, uh, gather the horses that were out back? Yes, we should, shouldn't we? Yes, I would like to try to. Yeah. We, we should. We should take uh, a second stop at the carriage on expedite. our way just to see that we've gotten everything out of it. As you guys, see if it's I, been picked clean or something. Uh, you guys get up with the sun, so you guys are up first thing. It's a nice day. It's definitely not as muggy as it was the day prior. It's a summer day, so it is warm. 
those of you wearing thicker armor or heavier sets of armor uh, are going to start are going to feel that heat but there is a decent breeze that keeps you cooled off if you guys want to start making your way towards the towards the town the injured driver does let you all know that it's probably about a half a day's journey from here at full pace uh, on horseback without okay. going. What are we going to do? We're going to camp or something? Well, if you guys would have, if you guys move quickly, you can get there before sundown. Well, I mean, had the carriage not. Oh, we probably would have showed up late. Night. You guys would have gotten. You guys would have gotten night. there like. You guys would have been asleep. Like so ha- he probably so would have. Half day's journey would be get there at like seven o'clock again. Yeah, he would have gotten. He would have gone through the night, but he would have, as a human, he probably yeah, would have slowed down overnight. Yeah, eight o'clock. Which you guys would have, like. Got out lanterns and yeah, stuff. Well, no. yeah, he wouldn't have gone. Yeah, he wouldn't I'm have down. like. He wouldn't have Just pushed it. Town, you know? full tilt. Let's push on to the town. Yeah. Um, I am going to need whoever's taking point. I just need to make a survival check with advantage. I will be standing on the back survival? of the horse. Like, I mean, I'll I'm do not that. Away, but so, I have so you're, t- so you're telling horse. me that whoever's taking point, you're assisting them. Yeah, I'll, I'll, their... I'll, I'll take a point. I'll stand on the back. Like, well, we're already getting advantage. Up, like, and the reason yeah, why you would have advantage is also you guys did wait until the sun came up. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say mine's a but plus four. But I have four. the carriage I'm driver on my horse. Mine's a plus four. Which is why you have advantage. Natural twenty. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, it worked out. Yeah, you guys can you guys can make a decent clip. Uh, the carriage driver in between nodding out, uh, point points a magical like finger <laughs> as a sleeve. Oh, we at the big oak yet? Yeah, exactly. He's you know. Oh, that's not the big oak. That's the medium oak. That's the regular oak. Uh, you guys can you guys can make it there if you're riding at a fast pace. You can get there by early afternoon. Okay. That's no other reason. Right yeah. Okay. I, I have yeah, keep an eye. I have things I want to do. So okay, just to make sure that we got everything out of it. Sure. You search it once again before we set off. As you uh, you can you can make your way by the wagon. Wagon is where it was left. Now at this point in the daylight, in, in the you know the bright light of day, you guys take your time and you can see that the rut that the wagon apparently hit appears to be man-made. Uh, it appears as though whoever tried to take advantage of you guys most likely had done this in the past it's a rut that has been made to look natural but it is not natural so you guys kind of can see that now in the, in the they flip wagons they go to the farmhouse they rob them they hide the wagon or something, <clears throat> something. Yeah. Burn it in the back did bart go that way or did mark go the other way nobody looked for bart's footprints when you guys left the house yeah, when we saw him run out did he run out and just he ran away like <laughs> there was not like i'll see you guys in town like mm-hmm. it's <laughs> what's more one more bad thing. So as you guys are making your way towards town, you can actually the, you can the actually gods were on his smell. side. He was chosen to live. You can smell town before you get to town. Smells um, like hogs. <laughs> Something's cooking. You guys can smell cooking meat over open fire. Just just kind of mm, wafting oh, on the I can't breeze. Wait for a good meal. After a little bit of time, you guys can start to hear the tumult. You can hear there's a you know activity, just natural th- noises of throngs. As you get closer to where the cart driver is telling you to go, uh, you can see on the sides of the road there are tents that are set up in any open fields that become more densely packed. The closer to town you get, you start hearing the music of some sort of festivities just a throng of of activity Uh, and as you kind of come out of this 
gully, you come north into a town. You can see cooking fires to your left, to your right, set back into the fields, some straight ahead. You can smell fried food. You can smell cooking meat. You can smell burning wood. You can hear laughter. You can hear the cheersing of drinks. As you guys are making your way into town, there's stuff's going on. Shit's in full fucking swing. It's early afternoon. There's already, you can see people laying down on the side of the road, just being hammer drunk. You know, it up early. like just right, you know, front row, Leonard Skinnerd, uh, tuxedo t shirt, just hella drunk. I ride up next to Jasper. Uh-huh. I just turn over and say to him, you know, you know, remember our purpose here is diplomatic. Your actions reflect House Teleb as much as mine. <laughs> oh, really? So you're telling me not to get shit faced? Well, or shall we? <laughs> well, I'm not saying you can't imbibe, I'm just saying. The more, at least. the more that you talk to him, the more it seems like he works for you. No, I, I, I am, no. in, and you just hear her shouting back, "I'm in agreement." <laughs> We're riding on. We're just old show. friends. Whichever one you want, man. Hmm. Yeah. We're, I'm small too, so. Yeah. I'm, I'm standing on. I'm standing behind but you're him. Human, like, right? Yeah. But you're just I'm like five short dude. Five, five, okay. Short. I've never actually had any alcohol. Oh, we're getting him drunk. <laughs> We should find the nearest sure. inn. Sure. Absolutely. Surely you've had something, some fermented vegetables or fermented Never had ale fruits. in any situation. How old are you? It's one of the reasons why I'm coming to this festival. I'm 21. I've lived in the woods and never really thought about it. All right. All right. We're going to show you a good time tonight. That's <laughs> <laughs> the size of my body. <laughs> uh, we haven't we haven't rolled for dick size yet, this guys. This situation oh, has escalated. We roll, uh, we roll a d4, right? Yeah, Exponentially. It's a d20. So that, that should be Plus a d. Your, uh, strength modifier. <laughs> just straight d8 roll. <laughs> yeah, just, just just a straight d8 roll. Straight d8. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I need to roll a d12. <laughs> so as you as I have you a third leg. Uh, that's what I got at level two. I got a third leg. Exactly. <laughs> Zing. Uh, we're just six Zing, white yeah. guys in a podcast. <laughs> so, talking about as six white guys in a podcast, is there anything else to talk about I mean, besides the dicks? The second six white guys get together, it actually becomes a podcast. It's, it's like true. there's a pod of whales. Or that's a, a monkey. It's a, it's a that's podcast. What it's that's statistically true. Like a murder of crows. Call that a podcast. Oh, one a wolf, pod- wolf pack that I found you. <laughs> <laughs> we walked in the valley as a podcast of white males moves <laughs> to find new females. As you get towards the town proper, as you guys are kind of coming up these trails, all the you can see that the the tree cover kind of gets thinner, and you can look out and you can see that there's wherever this appears to be some sort of a, a, a river valley almost, like a fertile area. So the farmland stretches a little bit farther than what you guys have been used to. You can see that there are uh, structures uh, coming up. Groupings of structures, as opposed to just individual farmsteads or houses. Uh, closer to what you would want to see out of a city. Um, or at least a, a town of some sort. There are barkers uh, selling goods. Food, trinkets, uh, colorful banners are, are flying from the trees and the branches. This appears to be a celebration of sorts. Uh, and as you come into town, there is a large uh, 
square that opens before you. Less square by shape and more by purpose. Uh, there is a centralized area that has a well, and there are uh, small shrubs that have been maintained. There are buildings around, some ostentatious, some not. Uh, and as this is happening, Ryan, you can feel the cart driver behind you kind of just slump onto your your back. Like, you could tell he, he ran out of juice. He's out. He's out. He's he's out. Uh, what do you want to do with the cart driver? Did he tell us anything beforehand on the way, like where he was going or where he needed to go? You guys did learn from the cart driver that he is employed by the trade guilds as a transport driver. Answers my question. I was we should bring him to his trade guilds. They can care for him better than we can. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Number I'll, uh, I'll give you guys my horse and I'll... You guys can take my horse, and uh, uh, I'll proceed through town on foot. Uh, Van is going to go look for someone who is... He's going to look around while taking notes, while trying to find who may be in charge of the festival. Okay. If you... You can get down off your horse, and you can you can let it go. The festival just seems haphazard, for lack of a better term. There are vendors of various types selling anything you can possibly imagine from uh, fanciful hats to banners to booze to food uh, everything around the, the only consistent thing that you see within this town is the use of pork it's everywhere you you can uh, barkers are yelling about bacon and haunches and uh, fried pig's feet and pickled ears and any sort of uh, deliciousness that exists between the flesh and the gut of a pig is on display here. Uh, Van, because you're walking around, give me a perception check with disadvantage. Um, 11. 11. Yeah. You don't... You can't determine who is in charge or who is not. The one thing that you can determine is that there is a presence of scalies here. Uh, very small. Uh, but there does appear to be a a presence of law enforcement very lightly. What do the rest uh, of you guys do? Finding a guild. Finding yeah, a guild hall? Yeah, after the guild hall. Um, I'm going to be guild hall. salivating from my thin lizard lips okay. um, and just staring longingly at all of the pork products. Okay, well, we'll be With any luck, these... Natural 20. These traders will have stables for us as well. No, I plan to ask them for accommodations. I really hope we find out where this place is, because I'm starving. I would have dealt with this guild correctly. I would have dealt with this guild or a guild, the guild at one point. Most likely. Guys, we're trying to deal with my hunger right now. Okay. You <laughs> rolled a natural 20. I did roll a natural 20. You can see every, all the smells. You can determine them individually. There's bacon wrapped in turkey legs. There's fried bacon. There's bacon wrapped around bacon. Oh my god! Bacon wrapped bacon. bacon. There are there is there are potatoes fried in pork fat. There is a. Are they like street vendors, like walking around with trays? Some of them. <laughs> I will pull is there one nearby. Uh, as you guys are coming in, one actually splits the party uh, with the roll of natural twenty, holding up turkey legs wrapped in bacon. I will. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say I'll, I'll look at him. I'll see him salivating. I'll. Tell the vendor, be like, give him two. Five copper. And I, I throw him the five copper. And I will take both in a, each individual hand 
and then just like like buffalo wings just mm -hmm. like in my mouth all the meat meat off the bones just... gulp in my mouth all the meat off the bones gulp. oh yeah easily easily accomplished with a natural 20. It's five yeah. copper for the two yeah i i i guess i owe you thanks that is this is more the bandits paid for it this is more food than i have eaten in before I got on the carriage, like for a while, this is impressive. Yeah, it's this is amazing. It's, it's delicious. What this town? Why does this town have so much food? A lot and of it, pigs. And as you're looking, and as you're looking around with these two bones, like kind of in your hand, you kind of come into this main square. There are probably two to three hundred people milling about. This seems to be the center of activity. There are fire eaters, there are jugglers, there are musicians, everything. Everybody just appears to be having a really, really good time. There does appear to be a stage set up off of the main concourse. And Van, what are you doing? Uh, I would like to try to find a spot where I can kind of set up and put my pack down and try to see if there's like, not that main stage that you're referencing, but mm -hmm. like a small little platform I can stand on somewhere. Besides that stage, which is ram, it's ramshackle at best. Yeah, that's uh, it, fine. It is the only elevated points that you can see, um, and just based on and everybody, you guys can all see this, is that this appears to be some sort of dried stream or lake that is rather expansive. Uh, so there are the berms that still exist that go up about two to three feet, and the structures are kind of up on these berms, and the streets are kind of a little bit lower. Um, it's very dusty. It's very, very, it's, it's, this is clearly a dried riverbed. The only reason you know that is because you guys have all seen rivers before. You can find a place to put your stuff, but it's not going to be like a table. It's just going to be, you find some grass and sit down. Is there infrastructure built up around the dried riverbed as if it used to be a full river? There's not. So there's no like bridges or stuff over there. No. Everything is laid out as if this they built has been dried it. for a while. <clears throat> then they built stuff in it. Correct. Okay. So through this, you guys can see uh, there's a couple of buildings of purpose. There is a well-kept building of lumber that is clearly not from the area. The coloration of the lumber does not appear to be something that you guys are used to. Um, it is very brightly painted, very well-maintained. Even the grass around the building appears to be clipped in uh, you know, some sort of way. Yeah, no, uh, normally grass grows wild. This appears to be manicured in one sense or another. Um, you do see the symbols of the guild hall that you guys would be familiar with just being from this area. Uh, it has large double French doors. Currently they are closed. Uh, there is a series of windows along the outside. Uh, if you like, you can tie your horses to the hitches, and you can enter if you'd like. I will tie and enter. Okay. I'm going to uh, get off the horse and... Try and get yeah, the carriage driver sleeping, down. Sleeping guy. Do okay. You help me? Yeah. Two of us are gonna go in there. Uh, we can, I guess that. As you guys are kind of taking the body off the horse, um, who's now become a little bit less of a of a rider and more of like a, a piece of cargo, uh, you you guys definitely you you take the rider off and uh, a, a well kept individual kind of comes out from the guild hall going, "Can I help you?" Uh, uh yes, we were ambushed on the way here, and I believe that this is your man yeah. here. Oh, um, right away. Let me let me uh, let me get Cordelia this. And the individual turns back inside. Uh, after, as you guys are kind of getting them off the horse and bringing him towards the door, the doors kind of open out towards you, uh, and you can see before you that there is a very well kept human individual 
uh, far back hairline, but still very, very well kept, clean shaven, very, very nice yellow, like soft yellow, almost white robes. Uh, comes out with a series of books kind of under one arm. You can tell that he almost seems to be interrupted uh, from what he was doing. Uh, and comes out and goes, Yes, I was told that there's, um, you have one of my employees in your ward. Yes, we have this carriage driver here. We were befell by a pit trap laid by some bandits. But here he is. And of the bandits? They're slain. mostly dead. You slain the bandits? Mm, one guy. Most of them. Come, bring him in, bring him in. Open the way. And he tells his subordinates to kind of clear the way. The doors are cleared. They bring, the, you guys bring the uh, the carriage driver inside. Uh, you can see around that there are several desks with, with big stacks of papyrus and paper. Uh, you can see that there it appears to be some sort of secured area towards the back of this building. Um, but bring him in uh, here here please please put him down put him down you guys put the you put the driver of the cart down definitely yes he broke one of his legs it seems uh, yes i i can now don't touch it don't 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 touch it i it's bad come on wake up and you can see that jostles the person like grabs them by the little the lapels and is like come on up wait easy the guy's been through hell your carriage is mostly intact uh, I suppose a half day's ride road. off the main road back towards wherever. Well, hopefully, hopefully it's able to be repaired. I do appreciate your bringing my driver to me. This is, and you say that the bandits set upon you. We've been hearing reports of that. And I'm glad you've dispatched them. Um, give me one one moment, please. Can you can you fetch the mayor? So the guild, so the guild hall is present in most most towns or communities. There would be a guild hall present. Um, that just that's like the center of commerce. They act as like the bankers of the world. They act as the the large scale goods traders. So things like food or lumber or stone would all have to be done through guild work. Um, is it just? guilds or their individual guilds so the the there are several individual guilds that are based around uh, what that guild does uh, trade guilds correct but they all work and communicate together correct because the guild that may be in charge of lumber may need some stone so the the stone guild and the lumber guild may get together to build a home this guild specifically is sponsored by the villing family that is very well known, the colors and the labeling is, is all there for the Villing family. Everybody would know that the Villing family is the guild that maintains beasts of burden, uh, livestock, uh, butchering, things like that. So essentially meat. That's their specialty. And this guild hall appears to be sponsored by them. Uh, you can see that the uh, individual that you can now recognize as being in charge comes up and goes, Who do I have to thank for this? Well, I'm not. I suppose it was a group effort more than anything. Yeah. I'm not there. I know. I know, but they all looked at me. Yeah. Well, speak up. Someone has to be in charge here. I am. I'm Arlen. Nice to meet you. I've worked with the guild before, so I guess... <laughs> that's why there's, well, that's why there's editing. In charge. Here we are. These are Royan's raiders, and we have don't kill the bandits. Him. And he, he gets a little excited. 
Royan, is it? Then thank you. It's um, thank you for bringing our our member back. Of course. Uh, and you can see, kind of reaches into his pouch, and he pulls out five gold pieces, and goes, um, "This is for your trouble." And we do, we representing the, the villain guild, uh, don't wish any ill will, and I hope that this can be kept between us. As he puts the five gold into your hand, kept between us. Well, of course, the uh, the dispatching of the bandits will be made public to everyone here for the celebration. Um, but no one would need to know that you brought my driver back to me. And he reaches into his pouch, and you can hear him clinging around for more gold, for more coin. I wait expectantly. Roll a persuasion check. Eleven. Part on this one. Eleven. Oh, I'm sorry. Thirteen. Fuck, watch out. How many up there are you? There's four here currently. Though just four present. Well, then make sure they get something good to eat. And he pulls out another five gold and puts it in your hand. Just take it. Mm -hmm. Where would... We came into the the ownership of four horses. Where Ah. where would he... Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yeah, where can we put it? Well, the um, the public stables would be managed by Edna's. Uh, you you should be sure to keep them there. Where'd you come across these horses? Uh, perhaps you have something in house. I'll pull out like I guess like a stone merchant, mm-hmm. the guild thing, or a card or whatever they, we have. The symbol. I'll, I'll pull that out and just basically kind of put it in front of him. I go, where would you really recommend? Roll an insight check. Twenty-three. Well, the public stables. I'll run by Edna's. You can keep your horses there. And how about a place to sleep? Edna's as well. Alright. Well, that was uh, pretty simple. Hey. You rolled a 23 for your insight check? Mm-hmm. Okay. What you can tell is that when you pulled out your symbol of being associated with the stone guild and the stone uh, production, uh, he looked almost disgusted. Like, he was like... <laughs> <laughs> well, you have your manner, you've paid your gold. Perhaps work on your manners. And I turn around in a huff and I leave. As you, as you guys are going to leave, the doors burst open. And the individual that was sent to retrieve the mayor, no more than a couple of minutes ago, by this person at the guild hall, uh, comes back through, followed by a short, portly man, Slovenly, where are they? Where, where, are, where are they? They, you, you brought back our man. Is that true? This guy kind of just comes up and he's big and he's happy and he's going up shaking. See, Your this name? This guy seems like a nice person. I like this person yeah. better as well. Hi, I'm Arlen. Pleasure. My name is Petior. Ryan. Ryan, how are you? I'm the mayor here. Jasper, Jasper, hope you. Jasper, nice this is your, uh, your guy back. Oh, him? Oh, no, he's, he's, he's fine. Don't worry about him. You brought our friend back to us. This is wonderful. Cornelius, I'm sure you've given them the, the, the red carpet treatment. I have. And as soon as he says that, just, like, minor, like, like one hit point type damage. I want to do, like, just, like, just to, like, give him a buzz in the ear. Just to annoy him. <laughs> To do what? Are you it tempting to hit him or damage like him? Yeah, you can either do it. it doesn't happen. You can either hit it. You can either attack him or not. Uh, those are the two uh, options that you have. Never mind. 
attack him a little. Yeah. yeah. I just punch him in the face. I just, I stab him slightly in the chest. <laughs> just, uh, what exactly is the Red Carpet Tree? Well, I, clearly you've come for the festival. Is Edna's considered the Red Carpet? Well, of course, if you're going to stay anywhere, you have to stay at Edna's. Right. Unless yeah, you have other, other lodging secured. Just, just curious to see if, if, if it's a good place or not. It is. Fan, you're sitting there, and you are seeing all sorts of people, um, mostly humans. Uh, you see in the mix of maybe one or two wood elves, um, but it's a mostly human settlement. Is there anything that you're looking for specifically, or anything you're doing specifically? Uh, at first, I would be sitting there just kind of watching and taking notes as Van does. Mm-hmm. Um, he would, uh, absentmindedly thinking about it, he would actually be counting how many people go to which particular vendor, but not trying to do that on purpose. Like, oh, this one, oh, five people are there. Oh, three more people walked up. Like, things along those lines. Yeah, I'm not going to give um, you the counts of who walked yeah, to what, exactly, because that's crazy. For, he course. needs exact. <laughs> of course. Fine, it's um, three. They only and, uh, matter to you. Exactly. It matters to absolutely no one else. And uh, then what he wants to do is try to see where uh, if what some of the performers are doing to get people to come over to them. Okay. Uh, you can look around and you see that there is a, there's jugglers, there are fire breathers, there are uh, what appear to be a Punch and Judy show, uh, kind of like a mobile puppet thing for the kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see that there are some traveling minstrels and bards that kind of come through, and if they, uh, if their path intersects, they both turn and go the other way, so there's this loud cacophony. Uh, are you staying in the square? Yes. Like, in the center of everything? Yeah, basically. Okay. Coming up to you, uh, there is a child uh, wearing not the nicest of clothing. New in town? Oh, me? Yes, yes. New, new here. Need to find your way around? Uh, no, I'm actually, uh, enjoying being lost. No, you need to know how to get around. Come on, maps. Come on, one silver. That's it. How would I perform a trick for you? What sort of trick? So I cast Minor Illusion Mm -hmm. and create a gold coin. And I pass it from one hand, like showing it off. Mm -hmm. And I put it in the other and close it. And then open it up and it's now silver. Ooh. Okay, give, um, give me a persuade. Give me a persuasion or performance check with advantage. Uh, honestly, it does not matter. Was it negative twelve times? Z- oh, thank God! Uh, it's a ten. It's a ten. That's a good one. But we've had uh, mages come through before. Ah. Come okay. on, you know you need to get these maps. Five for a silver. Five for a silver seems a little steep. Have you seen this one, though? And I turn around, mm-hmm. and I cast mine uh, from behind me. I kind of, like, pull up my cloak to make it, like, bigger so we can't see what's going on. And then standing next to me is now a five-foot suit of armor. Okay. And it walks around because I'm now level two, and I can make my illusions malleable. Great. Give me a performance check with advantage. It's a 12. A 12? Yeah, it was a 12. Wow. I've never seen that before, mister. It, I That's have to take a sword of shield and, and, and as, it makes noises. Cause. Yeah, and as you're as you're doing that and you're concentrating on this one person, yep. several others come up to you and are like you could see there's kids pulling on their mom's cloak to kind of come up and and watch you. I thought you were gonna get robbed by street <laughs> and, that, and, and as you yet. do, do you, all, do you allow the illusion to go away? 
Uh, like you allow it to finish, for lack of a better term. Yeah, I just have it kind of do a, a minor routine of kind of walking around and saluting, and it starts, uh, it jumps back, pulls its shield out, and starts like slashing the sword and ah, stabbing, and, ah, yay, and then yay. It, it finishes with like a pose where it's like, yeah, and then it, like, again, it just again, fades to nothing. Again, again. There's now like young kids that are gathered around you with their parents who are looking at you expectantly. <laughs> like they now view you as a street performer. Nice. So they're they're like gathered around they you. Throw me a point. I was gonna say, uh, we're roll a d6 real quick. Yeah, we just got free maps. Three, three pieces of silver find their way to you. <laughs> For that little, they they're just they're thrown at you as mm-hmm. if you were a street performer. So uh, uh, I'll pick one up and uh, I'll give one to the little kid who is offering the maps and go. I'll take the maps now. Here you go, Mister. What else do you have? Show us more. Yeah, more. All the kids now are like, yeah, more, 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 more. Do you keep doing it? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll make like, uh, I'll, I'll turn around because in my head my back's kind of like to something, uh-huh. so that like, no one can see like me cast the spell basically. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, basically. I now make a, like a dog appears, mm-hmm. and I, I start off as like a little chihuahua, and then it just slowly gets bigger and bigger. Like I'm just changing the shit, changing make some a, different make, dogs. Make a performance check with advantage again. <laughs> Nineteen. You are very popular. All the kids seem to love this. They All these people are coming around. They're clapping at you as this shit goes down. Uh, we're gonna hold there. You guys are back in the the guildmaster's office now, or the hall, if you uh, if you like. The mayor would love to take you guys to the office. Would you guys like to go with him? Absolutely. Yeah. Great. So you guys, you guys go into the guildmaster's office with the mayor. I, I can't just let you leave with nothing, Cornelius. Do you think this would work for the judging tomorrow? And you can see that the person that he's addressing kind of rolls his eyes. You, Ryan, as a thank you for bringing our driver back, you are going to help me pick the biggest sow. How's that sound, huh? That sound good? Yeah, come on, you got this, Mr. Royalty. I am the firstborn son of House Telev. Of course. A noble in these lands. I'm standing behind him the whole time, just going like this. I would be honored to judge your sows. Wonderful, wonderful. Tomorrow it is the main event. We pick the largest sow, the best looking one, and then we slaughter it for dinner. Huh? Huh? So there sound? will be more food involved, is what you're saying. Of course, yeah, of course, my my more. scaled friend. Okay, because that oh. is, I've tasted your food so far. It's amazing. I would like more if possible. It's quite good. It's quite good. Now, now, I think that uh, Cornelius here, and he kind of like makes like a like he's a jerk motion, uh, needs to be left to his devices. So why don't you go find something to eat, something to drink, perhaps see if there's any. A room at Edna's for you. Uh, mention my name. See if they can get you a good spot. And uh, I will see you tomorrow for the sow judging competition. High noon. High noon. Does this guy seem like he's generally like gleeful and in a good mood, or does he seem like he's just smoothing us? Give me an insight check. Okay. Twelve. Twelve. What's that poison that humans put in their bodies? Oh yeah, ale. Ale. He's drunk, isn't he? Uh, it smells like that. He's drunk, dude. He seems jovial. It is a festival. Ah, come on, Cornelius, lighten up! We're here to have a good time! 
This is gonna be quite fun, quite fun. Now, I, I, please, uh, allow me, allow me to shake all of your hands, and he comes and he does a big, like, mayoral, yeah, like, two hands on one thing, and I must be off. Uh, Cornelius, make sure our, our guests are, are seen out. And he kind of turns and stumbles back out of the guild hall. Cornelius is, uh, you can bring your horses to Edna's. There should be room in the stables, and she also, or, um, well, <laughs> she hasn't done anything in a long time. Um, Morn will see to your lodging. What happened to our masked companion? Does anyone find his absence to be disconcerting? No, he kind of disappeared. He said almost nothing during our whole ride here. And now he's gone. As you guys walk out of the guild hall, you can hear like the clapping and the laughter of children. You guys can look over and see that there is a crowd surrounding someone. Can I can I ask a like a retroactive question? Sure. Upon meeting mask person whose name I will tell you, Van. 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 Shut up! I have it written down. Sorry. Um, I need to learn. Um, did I notice ears of an elven nature they on him? Concealed. And yeah, it, go, you, it goes you, to like just below my chin. Basically. Yeah, yeah. So big, big smiley mask. This is the way. It looks like a looks like a korok. So you, guys, so you guys walk back out, and you can see this ring of people surrounding someone. As you get closer to this ring, you can see that it is your masked friend, who is now doing tricks for children. And Does he, he still is, have his dog out? Um, how much time has gone by? A couple minutes. No, I probably changed it to something else by now. Um, let's go with uh, a perfectly miniature horse. Ah, oh, there's a perfectly miniature horse floating around outside. It, it, actually, it's a unicorn. I gave it a form. <sighs> All the kids are really clamoring at their parents now to ride the unicorn. Even some adults <laughs> are really confused as to why there's sure. a fucking yeah, it, unicorn. It's... Yeah, is there? What, what would you guys like to do? You're in town. You're well rested. Food? Ale? Yes. No. Like food. Yes, that no. He, he wants food, and we're getting him drunk. Yes. Edna's. I will take Edna's. food. I will Edna's. take ale. Let's see about these horses and. I walk yeah, over as he's entertaining. I go, we're going to get food and ale. I don't know if you want to continue entertaining He's kids. just going to go, oh, like, that works. As, as the thing's going on doing its routine, he's just, I got maps for yep. absolutely no reason. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Everybody's a little confused thinking it's part uh, of the shtick. Because I'm very, I'm very excited that I have a map. Do you hand the maps out? If we they want to ask up. for me. I guess. Yep, yeah, sure. I'll take one. I guess we'll, we'll take a map. Yeah, it seems good to have in a place. Where what is your unicorn doing? It's it's just being a pretty pretty unicorn. Dry like shaking, prancing, just doing unicorn stuff like. I'm a unicorn. This is what I do. Inappropriately mounted. So I'm guessing we're across from the guild. So you guys are standing outside the guild hall. You can see there's like that center area where most of the stuff is. So these roads are all built into dry riverbeds. Correct. And we can assume we came from the south. Like Correct. You guys came, you guys came from the south. So there is kind of like berms, and into the berms there are, uh, you know, like natural like stone staircases, or some people have like put wooden staircases into them. Correct. You can walk like so. So there's like a natural delineation of space. Nice. You know, the dry riverbeds are where most people are going to be walking, obviously, and then the elevated areas are going to be where the buildings are. So you guys currently are standing outside the guild hall, kind of towards that the center palisade, and that center palisade seems to be where most of the activity is. There's, um, there are more, 
um, permanent structures for the vendors. There appears to be people there. That's also where the stage happens to be, which is going to be kind of directly north of that water area, which you can see is the only, is, is a, uh, so it's kind of like walled off, almost like a well, but as opposed to being that you have to go down, the water is just kind of Almost like a small reservoir, sort of. Yeah, it's, okay. a, it's a small reservoir. This may have been where the river was, you know, from initially. People are just kind of filling their water skins or grabbing, you know, cups of water. You know, if anybody needs it. When Van sees them start walking towards wherever they're going to go, mm-hmm. um, he's going to uh, take a bow and be done with his act for now. Yay! <clears throat> you hear claps and so forth. Um, I'll be back at some point later tonight, and uh, I might have a special treat for everyone then. Wonderful. Uh, are you going to pick up the coins? Uh, yeah. Okay. Roll a roll 2d20s. 2d20s? Yeah, like, in, like one at a time. 16. Copper. 19. Silver. Nice. So you made a couple bucks. Yep. There you go. Uh, if you guys want to go check out Edna's, the, the map here doesn't really give it uh, the proper footprint. This is clearly a little bit out of date because as you turn to where Edna's should be, you have this image of your head of, of how big that structure is based off the map. It is not. It is much larger. Um, there appears to be wings and things that have kind of built off of it, uh, like extensions almost, but you can see that there is a sign with a picture of a horse with an arrow uh, kind of like pointing towards the side of the building. So if you would like, you guys can deposit your horses over there. There's to take the horses that way. Okay. There is a stable boy who is ready to take your horses. Uh, he says... Okay. Is there a bully in here? Yes! Yes, boy! <laughs> Uh, as you walk, uh, you can walk the horses around. The, the stable boy takes them. He ushers you kind of back towards the front of the building and says that you need to go inside in order to pay and get everything set up elsewise. I would say we walk inside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Then follows. As you drop the horses off, you walk back to the front of Edna's. Big double doors, held open, propped open. It is swamped inside. It smells like stale ale. It's busy. Is this the lobby of the inn, or is this just a tavern that just has rooms upstairs? This is the place that is attached to Edna's that you can see that there are expansions off of. You were told that this place does have lodging. Besides that, you don't know much. So, if you guys would want to go in, it's it's pretty packed. I'm going to shoulder up to the bar. Okay. As you are attempting to shoulder up to the bar, you get hit in, in one of your shoulders. Give me a perception check real quick. Eight. Eight. Uh, you see an individual kind of brush past you. The reason why it draws your attention is they have a tray, and it's just food, drinks, everything. Uh, appears to be Elvin. Hmm. Excuse me, coming through. Pardon me. And you can see them go right up the stairs that are at the back of the room. Essentially, as that person turns around, that is the hole in the bar lineup that you can get into. Move right in. There is a gentleman behind the bar. Human. Squat. Short-kept beard, dark features, balding, but kept. Uh, Looks weathered. Doesn't say anything to you as you approach. Just kind of stares at you, go with a look that says, like, well... Are there rooms available in this inn, or shall we stay in the stables? Well, that's your call. Would you like to stay in the stables? It's going to be cheaper than the room. What was the well, mayor's name? Well, are there rooms name? available in this inn? 
I'll nudge up and just like nudge him out of the way. Mm -hmm. What was it? Petior or something like that? Petior? Petior, the mayor. And uh, right as the guy turns around, like I nudge him out of the way and go, Mayor Petior uh, recommended this place. <laughs> I oh. tuck back behind him. <laughs> looks around, like can't see him. <laughs> look, look, looks at you. <laughs> looks at you, Royon. Mayor Petior said the ale here was exquisite. It's quite good. If you'd like her uh, around, we can get that to sit up after this. I think we'd like the rooms first. Alright. Turns back around, kind of goes, and you can see there's like a board that, they ha that he has behind there. Cling, cling. You can hear him grab a, a set of keys. I got one room left. Got two beds. One room, two beds. <laughs> Six men. Five men. Five men. And they're pretty sure that I will take one of, the, one of those beds will be mine. Small. Isn't there some anywhere. sort of warm rock that you could sleep on? There seems to be warm beds that I could sleep in. <laughs> Mayor Petro also said that we could get an advantageous price for our room. We don't see much of your kind in here. Is that going to be a problem? Honestly, haven't seen many of your kind recently either until I ended up in this part of the world. Hey, hey, Puts hey. the key down on top of the counter, looks around. And what is this? Does he look human? He's human. Okay. Human, short. Older, not old by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. He's an adult. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mayor Petior can uh, can say you're going to get an advantageous price, but I only have one room available. It's yours if you'd like it. If uh, you'd like it, it's yours as well. All right. What's the cost? Two silver. Two silver? Happily paid. Mm. He takes the key, slides it across. I slide him a gold, and I wait for change. <laughs> takes his time. Mm -hmm. Counts it out. Puts it right back on the bar right in front of you. Six silver pieces or something like that? Six. So. Eight? Eight. You said it was two silver. Oh, yeah, one. no, you're right. It's eight. My mistake. It is eight silver. He's a shiesty dude. Or, or the DM doesn't know math. Math is hard sometimes. Look, you just if it, if it makes sense in the story, just go with it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he hands me. He said it was two silver. Yeah. And then he hands me Inside six check. back anyway, and then just glares at me. Yeah, whatever. Here you go. Take your goddamn money and get the hell out. Bet you can, um, he can tell you whatever he'd like, but I got one room left, and he doesn't dictate my pricing. I'll squeeze back up. Ale? Now, ale. Ale, I can help you. This fine gentleman, and I'll point to the mm -hmm. short one. Hey. He's never drank ale. Hey, guys. None, eh? No. You old, are you old enough to drink? Do I look old enough to drink? No, that's why I'm asking. That is an age when you can drink here? That is amazing. He can't even reach the bar. Yeah, some, I'm not. some towns are like that. It's weird. I oh. get this big. Okay. All right, my mistake. Sorry about well, that. No, no, no. It's, it's totally cool. It's fine. I have a short thing where I'm always short. Forever. You want a mug or a pitcher? Let's show them a good time. Pitchers, two silver mugs or four copper each. Just give me something. <clears throat> we'll take two pitchers. I'll yes, I'll take a pitcher to myself. I and I'm like, I'll definitely well. nudge Ryan and be like, all eight silver back. Great. Uh, your room's going to be down the hallway on the left-hand side, and I'll be right back with your ales. Just stay here. We also had four horses. Oh, okay then. Uh, how long oh, are you planning on staying? Um, can we stay per night? Like pay in the morning type thing? We're not sure exactly how long we're going to stay. How long is the festival going on for? Festival's going to stay until after the full moon. So another week or so. How many nights do you guys want to stay? I've got coin for the week. 
We'll do a week. Start the whole with. point of me was coming here specifically, so yeah. I'm here for as far as I can tell. Well, we'll start it's only week. one room, but I'm happy to share it with you after our last encounter. It's a small left, so, gesture yeah. that I can do for you. You are welcome to stay with me. Well, normally the horses go for uh, bar- boarding is uh, one silver a night. Uh, so if you got four, it's three silver a night. That'd be two gold and a silver. Let's call it two. What if we could pay in another way? Sort of what are you talking about? What if we could uh, offer you some fantastic entertainment in your inn? Draw the crowds. As you as, as you say that, he kind of spreads his arms and looks around at the bar that is fully packed <laughs> and at the place that is swamped right now. I'll just look at right Go and like, be like, so if you're looking for the room, room for a week, call that a gold. So let's call it for the room and the boarding of the four horses. Let's call it three gold for a week. How about that, boys? I consider it fair. Here you are. Here's five to cover the drinks for this evening as well. That'll get you another round. What's your names? Jasper. You can see he kind of like softens as he's bringing the ales over now that this... He's happy. He's made some sales. and it, it, It's more like it's like he was just kind of seeing if you guys were going to be assholes or not. Yeah. He, it looks and like he may be small assholes. only itty bitty assholes. Yeah. Baby assholes. Well, hey, I'm Arlen. Nice to meet you. Arlen, how you doing? Wonderful. My name is Morn. So I hear... Nice to meet you. I hear tell this is your first drink, huh? Yeah. Uh, what does it taste like? Well, I'll tell you what. Before you, you have want? some of that, give me one moment. All right, let me get you something nice. And he kind of goes down under the bar, and you hear him, like, clinking glasses and bottles together. He brings up, like, a lowball glass, pops the cork on this very, very nice bottle, and pours you probably two fingers of thick brown liquid and slides the glass over to you and goes, this is either going to start your night or end your night. Take your pick. Little man is going to be on the floor later. It's going to be I'll give you a tip. Just down it. Just in. And I have an ale in my hand already, and I go chase. Constitution right. sa- Constitution saving throw with advantage, because you had the ale chaser. <laughs> That's how I like to think of my drink. Two fifteens, plus eighteen. Eighteen. If I do it more, okay, it's uh, advantage. You take the shot with beer, it's fine. <laughs> you take the shot. It's new to you. What you do realize, first off, is that even though this bar is full of people, as soon as you take the shot, you suddenly feel warmer tastes like licorice almost like black licorice uh and as you can kind of see behind the bar there's what appears to be the picture of an elk or a moose on the bottle you are warm (laughs) here here's here's an ale by the time this has happened i'm finished with my first pitcher of ale and i'm just like slamming it on the table like constitution saving throw with advantage natural 20 natural 20 yeah you pound it without trying okay Van is taking notes on how much people are drinking. Yeah, and I'm already like waving over for a second one since he's dropped five gold on drinks. Oh yeah, the, uh, now, now I dropped one gold. On okay, one gold. So still. Arlen's done a shot. And I'm still, a I'm still a shot and one a beer. gold's a lot. Actually, I'm right. yes. mug compared to my hands. I have like yeah, it's two hands. You got little <laughs> tiny baby hands. Dude, you're the hobbits when they realize they came in pints. Yeah, they have pints. Is there a chair that I can stand on? So I'm eye level everybody yeah. else. Yeah, at this, at this point, I'm yeah. I'm standing on a chair, so I'm like almost as tall as my giant. You can see over the bar now. 
You're almost to my chest, I think. Yeah. I've got my six six. And that's like, oh my god. So you guys, you guys have your, um, you guys have a room established at uh, in his hearth. You guys have figured out your horse situation, your sleeping situation, and your boozing situation. Are you going to continue to booze, or is there anything else you'd like to do? Talk to the bartender about the mayor. Okay, yeah. you want to talk to the bartender about the mayor. So the bartender is kind of standing there with you. It's the yeah. same gentleman. There are other whoever's at the bar. Roll me an insight check. Nineteen. Royal loves his. Uh, Ryan does as well. Also a seven. Okay. Nothing too spectacular. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Okay, well. so Van and Jasper notice this. Especially because I'm not drunk. Correct. <laughs> the individual that you guys had dealt with, like a straw uh, in your face mask. with the with the darker features and so oh, forth, appears to be giving <laughs> orders to the other people around the bar. This guy appears to be some sort of ranking person in this establishment. He's staying near you in order to, like, you know, like, kind of conversing with you, making small talk. But you do notice that other people are coming up to him and asking him questions and then getting out of the way. So he'd be the head bartender, manager. Possibly the owner. From this, that that's what you can extrapolate yeah. without looking further. Bars hopping. Uh, everybody except Van is drinking, I'm going to assume. Yeah, he's not a fan of ale. That's fine. Yeah. What time is it? Is it late, late? No, you guys got there early afternoon, so it's probably mid-afternoon. I'm gonna grab the keys from Ryan and I'm basically gonna look at everybody and be like, I'm going to the room real quick, drop stuff off. Anyone else wanna drop stuff off? AC, we just got to the casino. Hit the room first. I go up there and I strip off my armor and my shield and my long sword and I just get into my fines. You guys go upstairs. After some trial and error, because this is just a key on a string. Yeah, nope, nope, nope. You guys realize Sorry. It's down the hall, so you go up the stairs, down the hallway, and around a corner. There is a door at the end of the hallway, which is locked, and then there is a door to the right that you open up, and that is the room that you got that the, the key actually opens up. Uh, inside, there are two beds. There is no window. There are two beds. There is a small desk with a chair and an oil lamp. That is the only stuff that is in this room of consequence. I will be sleeping on top of the desk. Can six people actually fit in this room? Six people can physically fit in this room, yes. If you all lay down on something or on the floor, you could all fit. Basically paint the floor I'm going to put my bedroll down on top of the desk and just pack my pack so I have like a, a bed on top of the desk. A space? How fitting that we're all deciding to go to bed because that's... Who said we're going to bed? No, 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 I'm setting up I haven't left the bar. Right, I'm 100% so still at the bar. We are going to take a pit. We are going to put a pause in it there because... You guys have dropped your stuff, um, and we're going to wait until next week to finish the rest of it up. Sound good? Cool.